Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. The most important thing, we make decisions about winning, about putting the best team on the ice. I think it's it goes beyond communication. It goes to a relationship. Here's drilled him with a right hand, then missed with a wild right. Lands a right to the shoulder. You know, it's up to us to uh, get the fans excited. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar This is Malalucci. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is oil country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print service. To keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A. Now, Bob Stopper on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. Stoffer joining you in the 630 Chad Studios in the Chorus Building, the city's south side. This is Oilers Now, joined by Brendan Escott and Dayton Abbott. Brendan, is it July 29th that Def Leppard is rolling into town? Is that correct? They're that at Rogers, is correct. They're at Rogers Place. Mm-hmm. I'm so old I can remember when that album first came out. So there you have it. Uh, driving around in... Uh, a friend's car, I think about 1982-83. He got some games in the NHL, no longer with us, but uh, it's Greg Parks. But, uh, oh yeah, that was uh, good times back in the day. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. No need to spend your valuable time meeting with door-to-door sales reps. You're all in one convenient location, Digitex.ca. Digitex.ca, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology, software, IT and supplies. It is a Tuesday. That means Mark Spector is in studio. Stoffer and Spector for our friends at Horse Racing Alberta. Live racing Thursdays, Saturdays, and Sundays at Century Mile Racetrack and Casino. You can text us in our 630-630 Heartland Ford text line. Go down and see the great Gretzky, Mike Goretzky. At Heartland Ford, along with Chris Jarvis at Heartland uh, RV and Heartland Ford, and tell them Oilers now sent you. Uh, you can reach us on our River Cree Resort and Casino hotline at 780-496-0063. Sticks. 
That's right, sticks. Coming to the River Cree August 30th. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. Sticks! Wow. Oh, man. Dude, they've got some awesome acts going there this summer. They do, man. That is, that is, oh. What's your favorite stick song for 200, Alex? You can text us at 6.30, 6.30 on our Heartland Ford. Come on, Babe's a pretty good song. Is the right answer to this, though, not Mr. Roboto? Mr. Roboto has to be top top two, top three all time for sticks. Oh, wow. Uh, you can reach us on Twitter. Analytics now. I'm available. Bob underscore Stoffer. Brendan from another generation is at, at Brendan Escott. Good for you for even being able to pick up on the sticks. But uh, now, did you grow up listening to any of that? Like, did you did you get some of that, uh, you know, from your parents or anything? Yeah, like? definitely. My parents were into to the music scenes, so they were kind yeah. of that 80s rock and 90s rock. 90s definitely. rock, yeah. Like, they have any, like, or early 90s folk, you know? Like Lorena McKinnon or something like that. No, no, no. We're talking like Our Lady Peace, uh, yeah. Pearl Jam, that kind of thing. Oh, well, that's... Yeah, that's, that's Got to be wide-ranging, right? Got to be a renaissance man when it comes to music and accept and understand and uh, believe, uh, uh, you know, it's cool to have lots of different types of uh, music in your life. I mean, really, what's the old joke? There's only one type of music I don't like, country and western. That's the joke, right? I actually don't, I don't mind a little bit of country, a little bit of western. Maybe it's because I used to watch the Donnie Marie show when I was a uh, nine-year-old kid in the mid-1970s. And never wore purple, but understood why uh, Donny Osmond wanted the Vikings to win the Super Bowl in one year. Again, you can text us at 630-630. Tomorrow, we are going to debut our Legends of the Game series. Each Wednesday, starting at 1230 for the next eight weeks, we'll have an intimate uh, intimate one-on-one conversation with some of the greatest players, broadcasters, coaches, and personalities in the hockey world. Uh, Might not just be hockey, by the way. We might have a surprise or two coming down the pipe on that front. Uh, coming up this week, the third winningest coach in league history, Ken Hitchcock, for an hour tomorrow. We won't so much focus on the last season with the Oilers, but more on uh, Hitch's career and what he overcame uh, in a uh, because there were some challenges along the way for Ken to uh, make it to the National Hockey League and end up being the third winningest coach in league history. Legends of the Game brought to you each Wednesday by Touchback Safety. All right. uh, Yesterday on the show, former NHL agent, general manager, number one overall pick, has ran the gamut now with the NHL Network. Brian Lawton was on the show. It was brought to you as we head into our Oilers Now Audio Vault by Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Here's Brian Lawton speaking about uh, the offer sheet for Sebastian Ajo, which, for the record, I I love the fact that an organization stepped up and fired an offer sheet out there. And uh, Lawton had this to say. Either a slight misread of the situation or not really that intent on trying to get the player. It just wasn't penal enough in terms of uh, total amount of money, number one, and number two, the compensation was so neglectful, almost so gross, that the Carolina Hurricanes had to match that offer. So, you know, if you're trying to get the player, then... It came up short for me for actually wanting to accomplish that goal yeah. personally. I didn't quite get it. He's a good player. He's worth it. But it wasn't a great 
effort, in my opinion. We uh, then move focus to talk about the Oilers' moves. As quaint as they were, they were not blockbuster. That's an absolute given. Brian Lawton had this to say on what uh, Ken Holland can do to improve the team. Uh, I think he's going to continue to make changes. Um, you know, what those are going to be. I'm sure he's, you know, there's really no solution in terms of Milan Lucic. Right. Other than kind of lateral moves. I'm sure those are things that uh, him and his staff would be looking at. And, uh, you know, time will tell whether or not they can get anything done there. Uh, whether they can maybe shake up their decor, if that's a goal. Whether or not they can continue to add, you know, another piece or two here or there that could help them up front. Um, they've done a lot of work on improving the depth. Right now, you're going to need some really great coaching from Dave Tippett and some of these guys to work out, you know, to their maximum potential in order for them to be a playoff team. It is certainly possible. It is not an easy road, though. I would concur. It's certainly possible. It's not going to be an easy road for the Edmonton Oilers. More on that in a second. Lawton also added some additional comments on the Oilers taking some swing. Going down that San Jose Sharks path for the last several years, the Sharks, who are a good organization, and they're able to retain players, and they retained another one late yesterday afternoon. More on that in a second. And uh, But one of the things that San Jose's done when they've given up draft picks to bring in you know big players and rentals and that sort of thing is they've mined Europe for depth players. And the Oilers have gone down that path. Joe Kim... Uh, Nygaard, probably conservatively, 15 to 20 NHL teams were in on him. Um, an opportunity opening up in Edmonton. And then the Oilers also were in on Gaetan Haas. Haas telling us on Friday last week that, uh, you know, there was some NHL interest. And ultimately Edmonton, uh, you know, ended up, uh, I guess, recruiting Haas. I don't know how much impact either of these two guys are going to have. I'm going to suggest, based upon the amount of interest, specifically on Nygaard, that he's an almost stone-cold mortal lock to be on the team to start the year. And frankly, I'd be surprised if Haas isn't on the team as a right-shot center. Both guys can really skate. The Oilers were too slow in their bottom nine forwards last year. I think that's not an understatement. I think that's a realization of the situation. Uh, Edmonton built a bigger, heavier team under Peter Shirelli. They got to the playoffs once. The league moved in another direction. Uh, you know, Andre Sekra got hurt two years in a row. Oilers didn't have the right kind of support yet to overcome those sort of injuries, and the organization went the wrong way. And now everybody's mad and upset. So there you have it. Uh, but Brian Lawton, as we go back into our Oilers Now Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, had this to say on the Oilers mining that uh, European talent pool. Some of the European players they're signing are not necessarily that young, but they are guys that when I look at them and evaluate them, I do believe they're better players than what they had. That's going to give them a chance to compete for a playoff spot next year. Uh, I think that as badly as Ken Holland would probably love to make a splash and supersize, energize this thing immediately, I don't believe there's any general manager in the National Hockey League that could have done that because the solutions are not there with how hamstrung the club is. It is going to be a function of time. He could have absorbed a lot more risk 
and had the possibility of maybe accelerating things, but the ultimate reward I just don't think would have made very good sense, and I don't believe anybody that knows what they're doing would have done that. I, I think he's been very prudent in the way he's proceeded. I think he's been... All right, so those are some of the comments yesterday from uh, former NHL GM Brian Lawton, who I think is fair in his assessment uh, on the Oilers. I mean, I'm not going to go on the air and overpromise anything. We'll see how it goes. Do I think that there might be another addition at some point? Yes. There's not a lot of cap space to work with. The addition could be in the range of a two to two and a half million dollar player, and is most likely a guy acquired by a trade. Bob, what happens with Yasapoliarvi? His agent spoke up again yesterday. I know a piece appeared on TSN.ca. And at this stage of the game, if I were to hazard a guess, I would suggest the most likely scenario is maybe at some stage, well, we, we've discussed the three scenarios. He either gets traded either for a slightly more established player or a combination of picks and prospects, which knowing the fan base isn't going to please anybody. Of course, the player has requested not to return to the organization. Uh, so he either gets traded. He uh, either ends up being traded, going back to Europe, or things get patched up. And it looks like right now we're headed down a path since... Marcus Leto continuously talks that uh, things getting patched up isn't a, isn't a uh, isn't an option, it's, it, despite the fact that there's a new GM and head coach here. Uh, so clearly, there's got to be a reason why Pulleyarvin and his camp don't want to return. And based on his lack, I know this about players. Players like guys that can play at every level. It's no different than th- think about it in the workforce. The guy that works hard and you can count on and you trust, you want that guy. And the guy that's a flake and isn't as good as he thinks, maybe there's it's a little bit frustrating, right? And uh, I'm not saying Jesse's a flake. I'm saying he's not established himself as a consistent performer. So the guys don't know on the ice what they're going to get with him. And we've talked about culpability with Paul Yarvey, and I, I do the 75-25 rule. I might, in his case, go 60-40 that the organization would have to assume more responsibility. Brian uh, Brian Burke said once they went public, they, they changed the perception and the attitude towards Paul Yarvey. Whatever, we still have some... When the Oilers have missed the playoffs 12 out of 13 years, for the haters out there, there's there's that 5 to 10% that are just going to hate. It's always their fault in every situation. There's probably 80% of people that see both sides of things can go, you know what... The organization's got to do a lot, a lot of things better here, but maybe Paul Yarby could have done some things differently. And then maybe there's the the five percent hardcores that are sitting there saying, if he doesn't want to play with him, uh, in Edmonton, to the hell with him, move on. Then that's probably where the range is. You know, it's it's just like Brendan. Just before we went on air, they had a guy with uh, an interesting philosophical view towards a religion or lack thereof. I'm still getting texts on that. I really don't care about your passion for your respective religion and in your choice so please stop texting us in that regard if you want to rip us about the orders go ahead uh, but uh, you know what did Bono say about uh, his God God he believed in wasn't short of cash mister so take that for what it's worth uh, you can text us at 636 just just kind of having fun with you here
Brendan, you'd be surprised the amount of texts that have come in on sticks to open the show on our Heartland Ford text line. Somebody, Bob, messaged me and said that Gowan is actually the front man for sticks yeah, now. You didn't I, know. I had no idea. That's oh, yeah. amazing. I, I still think Your Criminal Mind is one of the great songs of the, the mid-1980s. It's a spectacular song. It is. And it's it's almost operatic in theme, which, you know, sticks went down that path, too. So, uh, you can text us at 630-630. Mitch and the Greater from Castor, Alberta says, way to open up with Def Leppard on our Heartland Ford uh, text line. Uh, wow. Yeah, there was some... Uh, uh, we're going to have some fun once Spec comes in here, too. Bob, uh, favorite sticks tune, Sail Away. Blue Collar Man, favorite sticks tune. Bob, I'll take uh, favorite sticks tune for 200 to open the show. Renegade is the best uh, sticks song. That one's uh, out of... Uh, uh, Bob, best uh, sticks song, Miss America from Brent. Uh, Murray and Kimberly, what about Lorelei? Well, a lot of votes for uh, Come uh, uh, Sail Away, so for what it's worth. This text comes in out of Slave Lake, Alberta. Bob, some of the most loved players in both the locker room and by the fans were and are the enforcers. What about a series highlighting a number of them, their careers, and where are they now? I read kind of did that a couple years ago. We could revisit that as well. Bob, you don't want to... uh you don't want to overpromise, but not long ago you thought the Oilers could be a 47 to 52 win team for five of the next six seasons. In fairness, I thought they would better be better too from Coach Mike. Yeah, I. You know what? I thought that they were on the precipice of becoming that. I'm the first to admit to it. There were a lot of Frank Cervelli from TSN had the Edmonton Oilers winning the Stanley Cup at the start of the 2017-18 season, and I'm the first to tell you I thought the team was going to bounce back. Until about the 20-game mark when the general manager fired the coach and traded away Ryan Strom. And at that point, I'm like, they're downgrading the team here. And then Hitch came in and went 9-3-2 and two and got some traction going. Then his defense got banged up. So I am going to under-promise and over-deliver. Uh, you know, there's some interesting situations going on with a hockey club. The Poliarby thing's going to play itself out. He's out of the mix. A year ago at this time, I would have thought that, yes, Apolliarvi could have been an 18 to 22 goal scorer for the Oilers. Why wouldn't I have? He scored nine goals in his first 21 games upon his recall the year before. I also, I also thought there was a distinct possibility that Milan Lucic could bounce back. Didn't happen. So there's, I certainly didn't think they'd get 37 goals from uh, Zach Gassian and Alex Jason. And who would have thought that McDavid, Dreisaitl, and Nugent Hopkins all would have had career years and the team would have missed the playoffs, right? Need some depth. Um, and maybe going through the trials and tribulations that they've gone through over the next two years might make it easier. Like, they've had good coaches here. McClellan's a good coach. Got snapped up right away by L.A. Buffalo was in the hunt. Hitchcock, come on, man. It's third all-time. I mean, he's a good coach. But... They're going to have to change how they do things, and I think that uh, Tippett might have a better chance because usually what makes people better is failure. It's kind of a lesson in life. At least it has been for me. If you're one of those touch guys out there that's never screwed up or made mistakes or uh, failed in the course and direction that you've charted, man, you are perfect. I think you're full of crap, but, you know, it is what it is. So, you know, it is... I can't sit here on July the 8th or 9th or whatever it is. Ah, it's a playoff team. I mean, I think that the team has a chance. Some things have to go right. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
we'll just continue this discussion with Mark Spector coming up. It's 1224. We're taking a timeout. Come back with NHL Today for Elite Promotional Marketing. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 12:26 straight off to NHL today. Brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing. Get the hottest branded items for summer, like blankets, camping chairs, coolers, outdoor games, and more. Elite Promotional Marketing, more than just sportswear. Well, Bob, uh, Manny Viveros is the new head coach of the WHL's Spokane Chiefs after spending last year as an assistant with the Oilers. He was the WHL's Coach of the Year in 2017-18, leading Swift Current to both a WHL championship and to the Memorial Cup. The Blackhawks signing 2019 third overall pick Kirby Dock to an entry-level contract with an AAV of $925,000 at the NHL level. He will join 42 other skaters at Hockey Canada's National Junior Team Development Camp later on this month. Now, two players that won't be there are Dylan Cousins and Peyton Krebs. Of course, Cousins sidelined uh, two to three months now after having surgery on a thumb that he kind of mangled up at uh, Sabres Development Camp. Krebs rehabbing that torn Achilles. Uh, London Knights forward Connor McMichael was added to that roster in their place. Oilers prospects Olivier Rodrigue and Raphael Lavoie are also at that camp, which is taking place in Plymouth, Michigan, as a matter of fact, from July 27th to August 4th. Uh, out of the NHL, the Golden Knights signing 25-year-old goaltender Malcolm Subban to a one-year $850,000 contract. Cody Franson has signed a PTO with the Toronto Marlies. He spent last year in the KHL, putting up 27 points in 54 games. And the league did release the arbitration dates. Uh, some of the big names, Jordan Bennington's hearing uh, July 20th. Penguins forward Zach Aston-Reese on the 22nd. Jacob Truba the 25th. And Sam Bennett on the 27th this month. Alrighty, it is uh, 12.28 in Edmonton. Uh, coming up, uh, Kerry McCarthy has a global news weather traffic update. Uh, but not before. Best Gowan song of all time. Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.